What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode on this wonderful Wednesday morning at 7.15 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're listening in Taiwan, it is nighttime or wherever you may be listening. So I'm excited to have you guys here today. Don't forget, my Monday, Wednesday, and Friday check-ins are happening at this time. On Wednesday, it is a live show. So so feel free to call in to join the Podbean live stream if you want to, to reshare it or to send me any questions, comments that you would like me to discuss. uh, And I will make sure to put them on my Monday, Wednesday, or Friday show. But the Wednesday show is the only one that is live on air. You can actually call in to Monday and Friday. They are not live forever. If you need them to be live, if you'd like to call in during that time, uh, make sure you just shoot me a message and I'll make sure to go live for you. Otherwise, they will be posted right at 7.15 every morning for you to check out on your drive to work. So if you haven't already, please make sure you go and check out my Privilege podcast that I just released yesterday on Tuesday. And my Monday check-in, which is very, very interesting. I have some big news, right? Uh, yesterday, I mentioned that I'm going to get into in a podcast for next week, but I have a lot of big news and a lot of announcements that I also covered uh, yesterday on my um, yesterday on my podcast when I released it. So make sure you go check out what's new with the Black Expat, the new things I have going on, the new things that I'll be doing, and what you need to get excited for. So today, again, very quick conversation on your drive into work, but I definitely wanted to touch on a few things. And before I get into the topic for today, I definitely want to address the Simone Biles thing that's going on. One, she's an amazing Olympian, right? She's an amazing person. She's an amazing Black woman, right? One of the most decorated and most accomplished Olympians in the world. And, And probably you know, the greatest American gymnast of all time, right? She is the GOAT. She does things that no one can do. And, you know, if you've been following me for a long time, you know that I've always talked about mental health. And it's really been at the forefront of the things that I discuss, especially for Black expats, right? There's so many things that go on. And sometimes we don't realize how much the things that we're doing in the environments that we are in affects our mental health. And we also don't understand how important some people are in our lives that keep us on track Right. And that help us be, help us stay mentally healthy people. So when Simone Miles, you know, she goes and she takes herself out of the Olympic trials, you know, she references, hey, like my head wasn't in the right space. No, it's real. Like I, I resonate with that. I understand that uh, deeply because oftentimes you know, people will say, you have things like you have to power through it. Uh, you should be strong enough, you know, to, to, to get through this. And, when you're an expat, and again, everything I want to talk about is definitely going to be from an expat's perspective, but also from a creator's, a creative's perspective, right? Because I am a creator. I'm a podcaster. You know, I've done YouTube. I've had my own travel company. I have my own bar. I've done a lot of things abroad. Uh, and one of the things I always felt like I was missing while being abroad and that I needed and that would have definitely helped me is my support system my family. You know, oftentimes we say things like, oh, when you're abroad, like I have my my family abroad and I've met people abroad who are, you know, just amazing. And they're like family to me, right? Or I have my, my, my one of my best friends in my life I've met abroad. I have the best friends that I've known. Jeremiah, I've known them since I was five years old. Uh, John and Blake, I've known them since high school. Uh, and Anaj, I've known since college. And every time I come back to Chicago, those are the four people I talk to first. You know, it's my mom, you know, my sisters, my grandma, my dad, all that. But immediately, the people who hit me up, when they know I'm in town, they reach out to me. They call me. They check on me. They pick me up from the airport, right? I reach out to them. 
You know, I know their families. I check up on them. When I come back in town, I make it a point to go and see them, whether it's just having lunch, things like that. Those people are my support system. Those people are my rock. And, you know, when you're an Olympian, you're competing halfway across the world and your family and stuff isn't there. You know, that matters. But the reason why I brought up Simone Biles is because words matter. How you talk about things matter. Being able to take a break, those things matter. You should be able to do that as a creative. And you also should know, as an expat living abroad, we need to remove yourself from certain situations, even if it means going back home from being abroad, right? I've enjoyed my experience being abroad. I loved it. The first three years, I did not go back home because I was like, man, I can, instead of going back home, I can go travel here, go to this country, that country. Like I've traveled to over 50 countries. But after year three, I realized when I did return home after that, I realized like, man, I needed this. Mentally, physically, I needed this recharge. It got to a point where I told everyone, I said, hey, I make it a point to go home once a year no matter for how, for how long. I need that mental recharge, right? And it is it is absolutely okay. People understand that I'm, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big advocate for mental health and understanding what situations you're in. It's absolutely okay to change jobs abroad, <laughs> right? Like I stay, once a situation, I, once I was older and once a situation got toxic at a place that I worked at, and it was super toxic. I was like, you know what? I love it. The benefits are great. It's a great place to work. But it's just super, t- I need to remove myself from the situation. I'm not at my best self. And the same goes if you're an expat and you go back home and you realize, like, man, I love going back home to recharge. But when I'm back at home, I'm not at my best self, right? I needed the recharge. I didn't need to stay, right? Some some of us, you know, it, it's, it's hard to say out loud that we leave home for a reason. But it's equally as hard to say we return home for a reason. Sometimes you need to go home, right? And I'm not saying this about someone about like, I need to go home and see my parents. No, it's not that. It's just she's removing herself from a situation that at the time wasn't serving her and making her her best self. And in which case, since it wasn't doing that for her, you know what I mean? It was affecting people around her. So the best thing that she could do is remove herself from that situation, right? And, and that applies to a lot of things in life. You know, oftentimes when we're abroad, we are alone. Like we feel stuck. People have breakdowns, but then there's so many people telling you that, oh my God, you live on an island and you're making all this money and you're traveling the world. Like, man, you have it so good. How can you complain about where you are? Uh, Yeah, all those things are correct, but sometimes everything right can be going. Everything can be going right with you. Everything can be going right with the world, but you just need a moment outside of that situation, right? There's a lot of negativity and a, and a lot of things that we do that are positive, right? There's a lot of negative in our positive experiences as well. And sometimes we tend to overshadow those things or not talk about them or forget about them, but they are still there. So breaks are important. Again, whether that's you're an expat living abroad, you need to go home, whether you return home or you're trying to figure yourself out and you realize, man, I need a break from just being at home. I need to go somewhere. It's okay to do those things. 
Those things are needed in our daily lives, especially for creatives. You know, when your life is consumed, when you are consumed with social media, when you are a social media presence, or you are a celebrity, or you are a creator, or you're constantly putting yourself out there, right? So even if you aren't, don't have a million or a thousand followers, if you're constantly on social media every day and you're interacting with different people every day and you're putting yourself out there every day, that in and of itself gets tiring. That's like a job. Have you ever thought about social media as actually like a job, right? You kind of get addicted to it. You feel a need to dialogue with people, whether it's posting the photo and no one's saying anything. You still feel like you're putting something out there. That's a job. And we take breaks from jobs. We have weekends off. Like some days I don't look at Instagram. I don't look at Twitter. I don't look at Facebook on purpose. People are like, man, like you, you, you post a lot, but you never like interact with a lot of things. I'm like, man, honestly, I don't really look at a lot of other people's social media. I can't do it. It, I, I can't, I get, I get stressed out. I'm like, you know what? I'll post my stuff and then that's it because I need a break from it. I don't want it to consume me because it'll eat you alive. Because when you don't, when you aren't able to do that, you know, like say, for example, it's a snowstorm and you're trapped in the house. It's raining, thunderstorming for three consecutive days. There's a mudslide. Like anything happens where you're cut off from that, you start to freak out a little bit. You may not even realize it. Like, man, I, I don't have anything to post. Like the pandemic really did change some people. They couldn't post their out at the beach chilling photos for a long time. They couldn't do their foodie blog at different restaurants. They couldn't post their different beer posts every day. It affected their mental health without even knowing it. It was something they were so used to that, boom, changed, and you had no power and no control over it. That is powerful. It's powerful. So, yeah, a lot of us now with the world opening back up, it's like a complete 180. Like, our world is being turned around. And it's an adjustment. It's a mental adjustment as well. Like, how do you readjust to this new world that we're putting ourselves in? Right. And for athletes going to compete at the highest level with in Japan, where it's not, you know, the same experience you've had in the Olympics before, and it's so different, and your support systems aren't there, and you have so many restrictions, so many things to think about. It's mentally, I don't know how they're over there doing it, to be honest. It's mentally draining. And the reason why I'm talking about the Olympics is because I was having a conversation with someone the other day about basketball. And he challenged me. He said, hey, I want to see if you could put this topic into your podcast and somehow relate it to the expat experience and make your audience want to listen to it and make it, you know, and make it sound good. Basically is what he was saying. He didn't he didn't know how to put it, but he was essentially saying, I want you to talk about this topic on your podcast. But I know you talk about expats, but I want to hear how if see if you can tie it into, you know, what you what you usually discuss. And I'm going to keep it very simple and very you know to the point. Remember, these episodes are only 15 minutes and you guys know I can talk for hours. But, you know. Um, we watch, I watch a lot of sports and online they were like, oh yeah, the U.S. basketball team is losing. You know, the American basketball team lost their first game to France, if you don't know that. Um, and a lot of people online, a lot of radio personalities, TV personalities, and even the late, great Kobe Bryant, may he rest in peace, said, hey, he's, Kobe, Kobe Bryant said, don't be surprised if the rest of the world, you know, catches up to us because they are catching up to us. And all the announcers, you know, to, when Team USA lost, were like, yeah, the rest of the world is catching up, et cetera, et cetera. And I had to take a step back and really process that. What does it mean when we say, again, from an expat's perspective, not basketball, and even basketball, the rest of the world, from an, and this is an American saying, the rest of the world is catching up to us. Now, I know when you hear it and you're talking about sports, it's like, oh, yeah, for those of us who have common sense today, but to process these things on a deeper level, I don't want to say common sense. For those of us who have a certain way of thinking, 
right? When you hear that, you don't automatically assume, well, we're better than everyone at everything. Like the America, it, that America is the gold standard. You don't automatically assume that for everything. But there are a lot of people that do. Right? There are a lot of people that hear that the rest of the world is catching up to us. And it's, it doesn't stay inside the little box of basketball. It translates to everything. And I want you to think about if you're an expat or even, or even if you've traveled to another place, when you went somewhere in the mindset that you had, have you ever said, they don't do this? We don't do we don't do this in America. It's not like this in America. We do this better in America. I wish they had more of this. Right? Have you ever said that when you when you've been out? Because some, you know, sometimes we ourselves, and I, I know I admit, when I first first went to Taiwan, first few weeks, I was like, man, this, this, I didn't necessarily say that. I was like, this isn't like America, as if America was the gold standard. But the more time I spent abroad, the more I realized that, man, a lot of ways, we as Americans in America, and culturally and just you know systematically, we have a lot of catching up to do with a lot of things that the world does better than us. But the way in which I was thinking was, oh, honestly, you know, 10 years ago when I first went in before I had more education, and even though I was a sociology anthropology major, we didn't really touch on, you know, the international impacts of what I'm going to say. I, you know, I always thought that America does it best. The way that it's done in America is the best way to do it because we are the greatest country in the world. That arrogance is there. And once I heard it from someone else and even from myself, it was like a month in. It didn't take very long. I was, ugh, I, could, I, I couldn't do it. Like I heard people saying, and I heard expats that were in Taiwan would, be, would literally go on and say things like, yeah, you know, because I'm American, I could do X, Y, and Z. Or even though I'm in Taiwan, I'm American, so I'm able to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. And that's just not, that's just not okay. And it really made me feel a certain way. So, I, and we had a great conversation about the rest of the world catching up to us in terms of basketball. Right. And then I really just wanted to take a step back and kind of examine that and challenge you guys to think as well. Um, what kind of mindset did you have when you went to the country that you went to or you went to the place that you went to? Was it the perspective of, man, did you base your experience on how great you perceived America to be or whatever country you're from to be? Or did you really go into it trying to soak up the culture and realize, hey, every culture is different. Every, everyone operates differently and be and I am accepting of that. So again, I hope you guys really enjoyed the conversation for today. I did touch on mental health. You guys know that's a really big uh, issue and very important to me, and it matters a lot to me. But I also, talk, I also touched on the notion of you know the rest of the world catching up to us, and from an expat's perspective, how do you how do you experience things, right? How what lens do you see the world through, and has this lens changed the more time you spend in the country you've been in? The, example, the quick examples I'll give of how that shift my perspective, right? Health insurance. Healthcare in Taiwan is amazing. I was in America when my, I had a toothache. I was actually visiting America on a business trip. I was hiring people and bringing them on board to live and work, abroad, to live, to live and work abroad in Taiwan. I was a hiring manager and director. I would travel back to my alma mater to hire directly from my school and had a horrible toothache. And you know, at the time, my insurance was in Taiwan. That's where I worked and didn't have a job in America. So I went to the dentist and I was like, hey, man, my tooth really hurts. Just for the dentist to see me was $100. And then he didn't even pull the tooth out. He just told me what he wanted to do. He said, hey, come back tomorrow. So I go to check out. And it's like $150 just for being seen. I'm like, cool. Like, yeah, when you come in tomorrow to have your tooth pulled, it'll be $1,000. 
I was like, sweet baby Jesus, a thousand dollars to put my tooth out. Like I can feel it moving. I could just yank it out myself. Like, yep, it's gonna be a thousand dollars, and that does not include the medicine. I fly back to Taiwan, have insurance. It costs three dollars to see the dentist and two dollars for them to pull my tooth out. <laughs> I paid five dollars versus eleven eleven hundred dollars to five dollars. That's when I realized one of the moments I was like, huh, America's great, love it, amazing country. We got some catching up to do to other countries when it comes to affordability for things that cause me extreme pain. Healthcare, right? Like, yes, America does a lot of things amazing. Yes, it's a great country. I'm not saying that it's not. However, you got to check your privilege sometimes and understand that ah, sometimes roles do reverse. And while we are great, there also are ways in which other countries do things. And again, it's all opinion based, but some of it is, is it rooted in fact that other countries do things better than us. <laughs> So also we have some catching up to do, right? Culturally, right? How 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 elders are taken care of in, in Taiwan? They're no, no matter what, they're guaranteed housing, they're guaranteed a certain level of assistance, and it's all fueled by taxes, right? I've seen elderly people here who struggle with you know day to day things. America could use has some catching up to do to take care of its old its older population. Right, so and there are a lot of things, a lot of ways you can spend this. I really want you guys to think about it too on your drive to work. A lot of ways in which we have some catching up to do. And don't even let me get started on race <laughs> in America specifically. Right. So again, thank you guys for tuning in to my Wednesday morning check-in. If you guys would like to one join the show um, here uh, or send in any questions or comments or topics you'd like me to cover in the morning, just shoot me a message on any of my social media platforms or and within the Podbean app. Again, I will be live again this upcoming Friday. This is my first live week on Mondays. They will not be live. Uh, Wednesdays, they will be live every Wednesday and also this upcoming Friday. But again, thank you guys for rocking with me today on our Wednesday morning check-in. Hope you guys have a great and powerful day. And whatever you'll be doing, whether you're at work, whether you're on vacation, whether you're just sitting at the home, sitting at home, chilling because you're working from home and you're listening to my podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Carl. The Black Expat, we're out here.